Hey, good morning, good morning, family. Hey, today I want to speak on the subject of anger. And we're going to look at it from a biblical perspective, what it means, um, what it is, and what it's not. One of the reasons why I talk about this today is because I've heard many people will refer to Christians and they'll say, well, you know, you're a Christian, you're not supposed to be angry. And that is not biblically, according to the Bible, that's not correct. Now, first of all, let me say this, anger And I'm using this definition about anger. Anger is a demand for change. It's a demand for change. And also, anger is an emotion that was placed in us by God that we are supposed to use correctly. Now, just like you have other emotions, you have uh, happiness, there's joy, there's pain. Um, everything that we have been given, every gift that we have been given, God gives us the opportunity. Well, really, he takes his hands off of it and he gives us the will how we choose to use those emotions. Now, when I talk about anger, let's talk about um, a good way to use anger. Okay, yes, I said a good way to use anger. Now, that may sound strange to someone, but let me uh, give you some examples. One good way to use anger is to have anger against injustice. Okay, now what you do with this emotion is very important. I'm not saying that you go and destroy someone else or you create injustice back breaking laws, but I'm saying just having an anger towards injustice is a good thing. Let me give you another example. I've known and I've seen in many families where, let's say, uh, there was infidelity going on between couples and one person knew about it and the other person didn't. For example, the wife is cheating on the husband. And her sister knows about it in all of her family. However, no one says anything. They look at it as, well, that's not my affair. I have nothing to do with that. I'm not going to say anything. And it's kept quiet for years. The infidelity, maybe a child may be produced out of that. And it's kept quiet for years and never known. That is not good. But again... Someone may become angry if, let's say, another spouse is cheating and they bring another child into the relationship. Well, do you see the difference that I'm I'm trying to explain is simply this here. You have to examine where your anger is directed to. Is it at a person? Is it at injustice? Is it at a situation that may need to be changed. Another place, for example, I can be angry or a situation I can be angry about could be simply about um, poverty in my community. 
gang violence in my community, the way people are treated on the job, the way people may be treated um, in my local church, in my family, the way I was mistreated as a young child, either because I wanted to learn, I wanted to grow, I wanted to get out of poverty, or maybe a parent use favoritism amongst the children yes it is good to be angry about those things so that we take that anger and purpose in our heart intentionally that no I'm not going to follow that same pattern it's wrong it is not right if I have an opportunity let's say to be in a position where I can be the change, where I can make the change, that is something that I will fight for to do. So that's a good way that anger should motivate someone in this world today. Now let's look at the other side. Many people are angry or become angry, they become bitter, and they lash out at other people. They lash out at the children, they laugh lash out at a sibling, at their spouse, and they begin to do things that are not good for the relationship. This type of anger, according to scripture, when my anger is acted out this way through my emotions, it affects my health, it affects my finances, it affects my relationships, and it also affects my relationship with God. See, you can be angry, but see, as an individual, I need to examine a few things. One, I need to examine where did this anger come from? When did it get in here? Did it start out with something small and I just meditated on it? I rehearsed it in my mind over and over and over. So now it's very big. Now, as you know, just like with anything in life, whenever you rehearse something, that becomes a part of you. That's why actors act. They rehearse again and again so they'll be perfect on the stage. Did I meditate on the particular offense that I've taken personally and now I have bitterness toward this person within? So every time I hear the person's name, I get upset. If I hear something good about them, I get upset. I have to, we have to examine where anger has come from. And another way of saying examine it, I have to acknowledge it. I have to acknowledge I have anger towards someone else. And also to take a step um, further, I need to examine what has this anger done to me? What have I allowed it to do to others? Has it broken up relationships? Do I get happy when other people are angry at the individual or at this circumstance because of my low self-esteem, my jealousy? This is very important. And I bring this up because many times we may not understand or recognize why Certain things are happening or don't happen or will not happen in our life. But it's simply because of the fact I'm dealing with this emotion. It's called anger. So 
I want you to understand that when anger is not handled properly, now I've just I've told you about the good way and the bad way. It is our responsibility to make the correction for our own actions. Okay, I cannot control what anyone else does, but as a believer, one principle that I follow in Scripture is Proverbs twenty-two twenty-four. And it tells me to make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man. It says you need to let them go. Listen, let me uh, tell you what one pastor taught me, and I'm just going to quote what she said. Her name is uh, Dr. Crawford from out of uh, Los Angeles, California. And she said this here. She says, I've learned that people are able to camouflage their anger. They later discover that they're hostile, frustrated, and they're cynical. Hostility, what does that mean? Is the wish to inflict or harm someone. Hostile people have weaker immune systems. And these feelings do not always display themselves in active forms, such as like hitting or throwing things or slamming doors. But they take on subtle forms such as silence, withdrawal, hatred, things like that. And many times, and I end quote, and many times you have to understand, you will hear anger come from out of a person's mouth about an individual or something that they've been harboring for years. Hey, family, If you have that type of person around you, pay close attention and make sure that their bitterness has not infected you or that you've been caught in their trap. If that ever is the case, it is up to you to get out of it as quickly as possible. How do you do that? First of all, you have to acknowledge, hey, This is where I'm at. This is what I have allowed. Nothing will change until you first acknowledge it and not ignore it. After you acknowledge it, you have to determine to make a change. And really, a lot of times when I say change, you have to make a intentional, drastic change to get out of that situation. Sometimes we think, well, I'm making a change. Um, So I just put this little thing away today and I'm going to move this tomorrow. No, I'm talking about you have to break away and run as if your life depended on it. Because every moment, every day is crucial. And let me say this, time is something and it's a gift that you'll never get back. So, hey, I'm going to end here and I'll say this. If you need help. In this area of learning how to deal with anger, the hatred, reach out to us at our website, www.agoodwordtoday.com. That's agoodwordfortoday.com. And you can always send us an email or if you want to reach out and get some coaching, biblical coaching on just how to work through this, reach out to us.
I'm finished for today and enjoy your day.